Fantasy Dudes Podcast with your hosts, Jonathan and Jake. Jake, do you want to make a just an off-the-cuff water bet right now? How many wins do you think the Jets are going to get this year? And I'll, I'll Do you I'll think you the Jets are going to be a winning franchise this season? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what do you mean by winning? Like they'll win a game or... I like like. Do you think they'll be like you know like better than fifty percent? No, you did not just no. say that on the record. definitely not. Mm. They won some pretty close games. They they lost some pretty close games last year. I'll tell you, Jake. I'll tell you right now, and I, without even looking at their schedule, I will give them a hesitant six wins at most. If you think they'll get more, I'll do. A I'll take the. I'll take the over on six wins. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take the over on six wins. Yeah. I'm not even, I don't even six, look at it. I, I almost said four. Wins, I almost said four. <laughs> wow. So they have to, but Jake, they have to get more than six. Otherwise I win. Even if they get like four wins. Right? No. So, so six or I'll take six or more. Six is the bait. No, 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 no. Six is the baseline. Or, they have to get more than six regardless. No I'll take six what. or more. No, it, it, six okay. Or more, six or more I'll, feels fair. That feels like a, that feels like a, a compromise. I'll take five. I'll take five in that case. If you if okay. they need to get five or more, I'll take that. So they have to get five or more, and I win. If they if they get yes, if they get five or more wins, they, okay. you win. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm. I've been writing down <laughs> all the ones up, that kind of up to Tyler. Tyler, to you're also allowed. You, you have in the past made water bets before. I'm just saying you're also allowed to make them. Okay, water bets. <laughs> so what is this one? Jake thinks that the the Jets are over. Yes, five, five wins? or more wins. They have to get more than five wins for Jake to win this. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So then it's what I. Five or more it's is five. Or I'm more. safe more at five. five. Jake has to get. They have to get more than five wins. Bets. So six wins and I win. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I that's think fair. that's, that's fair. what I wanted. That's a fair. Well, that's, that's what I was trying to say. Bet. That's what I was trying to ask for, and you were like, "No," because I said six, six or more, and you were like, "No, five. I was like, "This is the same I don't know. fucking thing." This is my thing. first time. Can I'm I? Not, can I'm I also double chart, down so. on John's side? So, so can we both throw water? <laughs> I'll at get you? one eye. You get the okay, other. Okay, but eye. I gotta get because there's no fucking water thrown at two people. I gotta get something extra here. I gotta get something on this. You get to throw water at two people. Can it be like? Could be more water. You can throw it twice. KB. Oh, twice person. on each of you. I'm I'm a, okay. I'm usually running hot anyway, so I feel like it's really not much of a punishment to throw water on me. Can I like, like can I throw a full nail gene so. at each of you? How about that? All I have to do is just throw on another shirt and get a, a towel. full nail. You know those, those world, water but... those water bottles, those thick big boys. I'm talking about. Oh, oh I know. Oh, he's a whole full throw the bottle, not the frozen water. one. Frozen one yeah. at you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same yep. page. Perfect. Anyways, let's get into this podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Those Fantasy Dudes podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan, joined once again by my partners in fantasy crime, Jake and Tyler. Uh, we're Those Fantasy Dudes. We're here to talk about all things fantasy football, uh, NFL news, injury updates, talk about our various leagues, keeper, redraft, and dynasty, we answer some of your questions, and we're mainly here to talk shit about our league mates. I don't know if we're going to do that much this week. Um, it may come up. I'm not 100% sure. But we didn't have a ton go down in the league over the last two weeks. So 
Um, we just have one trade that we're going to talk about during our dynasty. We had, uh, segment. we had a we had a fantasy crime happen today. You picked up Wayne Gallman. Yeah, definitely that was a it's, crime. it's really That's just not allowed. I had I had an open roster spot. I didn't drop anybody for him. I there's and as we've said in our personal Somehow chat before, worse. um there's literally nobody. I had an open roster spot which I'm I'm very much against doing for the last week and a half and I, I did, just saw today that there's news that he tried out for the Ravens, so I might drop him tomorrow. I did see I that, that you had some open roster spots. Okay. That's a little more acceptable. I didn't yeah, know that you was because I looked at your spots. profile. So that's like, that's the crime, really. Maybe, really is the open I was confused spot. why you had him. I was like, why is John had? But then I realized you put you put Dobbins on uh, IR. Yeah, well, not Dobbins, but I mean, vice versa, same thing. I had uh, Michael Thomas and Bellinger on the IR. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm getting Olave and Landry everywhere in redraft. It's probably a good call. I, I'm. Yep. I, I have already come to terms with the fact that Thomas might do nothing, so it's okay. I still won that trade, even if Thomas wasn't even part of it. I won that trade. That yeah. trade was a fantasy crime, that's for sure. Yeah, I committed a crime against, uh, was it? It was Ben. Ben, I think? Yeah, I think Ben. Austin, no, not Austin. It was Ben. Uh, not ben. Austin, yeah, it's Ben. So. <laughs> it definitely wasn't Austin. Um, you can follow us at those fantasy dudes on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, that's going to be at fantasy dudes pod. Tyler, how's our follower account doing? Uh, pretty good. It's, I don't think it's changed much since last week. Be honest, we suck we at promotion, but we're working on it. We have a plan. Yeah. 45. That's not bad. I think, I think we was 41 last, last time. We would so do this if no one ago. listened. Yeah, so, so. forty five is not bad. Yeah, four more people, and you know we've had a very consistent uh, listener count on all of our off season episodes. So I think we're pretty much getting the same people back every week, which I love. We're retaining listeners. If you guys are enjoying the show, you know, obviously make sure to tell a friend if they also are into fantasy football. Um, it is a very niche thing because, like, my mom is always like, "Oh yeah, I listened to one of your movie." podcast today i'm like why don't you listen to the fantasy one i know you won't understand 98 percent of it but it is a tough i just don't funny tell regardless in life to be honest no like you I, should tell people audience, yeah. <laughs> but i don't i don't want them listening and then like like thinking we're weird we're not weird like, i just You're like wow i only i only sucks. talk about i you only talk about it if, takes. uh they're playing fantasy like if, if i know they're into fantasy then i'll talk I'll, about it. well i'll talk about it ironically I'm not going to talk about it at work. I love doing that. I'm not talking about it at work. Oh, I love doing it to people. Because I want to talk shit about my work league. Hey, did you hear about Tyreek Hill? (laughs) He says that two is the most accurate uh, quarterback in the NFL. And they're just like, (laughs) I don't know who that is. Stop. (laughs) No. No, I do more uh, productive things with my time, actually. This is productive. I lose money every year. Yeah. Like watch Netflix. I wonder. We should do a, a net calculation for how much down you are. I could probably tell you right now. Let me think about it. Oh, I'm <laughs> down, uh, bro. I'm, I'm down. Up, I'm down I'm, to lose money every year. That's for sure. I'm just up whatever you're down. Essentially, I'm probably down at least at least four hundred dollars over the last couple seasons. At, at least, yeah. I mean, that's that's a fair estimate. That's crazy because I'm up like fifteen hundred dollars. You're up fifteen hundred. Something like that. I mean, I won what? Yeah, I, I won eight hundred last year. I hate you. I Something I feel like it, I say that every episode is I hate a, you so much. That's kind of insane. It's a good chunk, of, good chunk of change. If you want to listen to us, if you're not already listening, I don't know. This, I don't know why we say this, but it's part of the podcast. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Castbox, Reason Radio, Public Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Anchor is our host pat- platform. 
If you want to uh, subscribe to us or follow to a, follow us, hit that plus button in the top right hand corner on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you want to support the show, it's going to be those fantasy dudes. I'm sorry, Anchor.fm slash those fantasy dudes. Okay. All right, guys. Should we get into the Brady Mahomes news and injury updates? Awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. NFL news and injury updates. Woo. <laughs> All right. So our girl Brittany has not been very active on Instagram lately. She actually only made one post since last time we talked about her, which um, it's kind of saddening. I hope she's okay. Um, but she did post on Monday. It was a Monday motivation where you can see her doing a series of leg workouts. There's a bunch of different videos. Her pit bulls make an appearance. Did you know she has a pit bull that has 211,000 followers on Instagram? Did you say 211,000? Yeah. Her dog. That's what? <laughs> How many followers does she have? 1.1 million. What? That's too many. That's so many. Her yeah, husband is it's a, a lot. No way. quarterback, and she's... Uh... I'm I mean, sorry, Jake. She has a bachelor of science in kinesiology. She has. She's more than just the <laughs> wife of a Super Bowl winning quarterback, Jake. You well, are like, horrible. A million though. Like the quarterback should have a million. Sure. Yeah, I don't know how many Patrick has. To be honest, Patrick I actually definitely has more than her. Patrick has five million. That's. It should be like if she has a million, he should have like twenty million. That's what I think. <laughs> there's three, there's there's no three hundred million Americans. You guys think that one three one out of every three hundred people you meet doesn't care about Brittany Mahomes? Brittany Mahomes is a successful entrepreneur, guys. We need to, you know, give I her the don't give, her give Instagram shit <laughs> with what? I I will say so. Basically, you know, it was a great post. It was just a bunch of workouts showing how many reps she did, this and that. Uh, not the best production quality, but. Um, there were some comments on here. One of them said, really sick of Britney. Enough is enough. <laughs> this, that wasn't me. That was not me. I didn't best. say that. These are you. you know <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Uh, are these people <laughs> listening to our show? Um, the like other one sh- said, uh, oh, wow. Uh, the music just blasted in my ears. Your lips look hideous. Um, oh, that's tough, man. A lot of haters. So, I wouldn't say that to my good. worst enemy. Good. Those I were the so. only negative. I tried to find more negative comments. I couldn't because I find these personally <laughs> offensive. I think that, you know, this this segment is really to bring awareness I find this to segment the great work she does. Um, and I think she deserves the utmost respect. So just, you know, if you listen to this podcast, go and support Brittany Mahomes. She deserves it. And uh, If you listen right. to this Brittany podcast, Mahomes send hate messages to John. Yeah, don't send this the hate to her because we're the ones bringing light to the, or the the bad to the situation. You know, I just message me on Instagram. Great. I'll give you John's home address. <laughs> I love Brittany Mahomes. Uh oh, <laughs> you're in trouble, John. She sucks. Uh, I don't like her at all. But yeah, she wore tie dye leggings in the gym. By the way, if you guys care, the fact that you remember that, I, I'm looking at it. It's not in the notes. What do no, I, I have to? I, I still have her Instagram open. I will close out of it right now. Okay. And okay. she was paid to make this post, by the way. What do I have to do to end this segment for good? What do I have to do? Uh, I'll do just, I'll do <laughs> just, I'll <laughs> I don't do know, just about anything. A lot. Brittany Mahomes bet. You have to like guess something right during the season, and then we'll drop the segment. I d- anything. Yeah. I'll do anything. I'll put if anything the Jets, on the line If the that. Jets win the division, I'll drop the segment. How about that? The Jets have to win the division? They have to <laughs> win the division. They have to win Ooh. the AFC East, and I'll drop the segment. That's so That's so harsh, because the Bills exist. Brittany Mahomes segment for 30 years. Yeah. Another yeah. 30 years. When the Jets finally win the division, I'll drop the segment. How's that, Jake? No, come on. There's got to be something more realistic. 
It's only we'll the division. I mean, Brittany Mahomes will be dead. Yeah, yeah Brittany <laughs> Mahomes will be dead. <laughs> She'll be like 93. You'll be doing God, a segment about her daughter who will be a but, fitness influencer. God, I hope so. Um, I don't. That sounds anyways, awful. Anyways, you want to get what? into the actual NFL news here? Cool. All right, so here's some hype uh, for my team, especially a round of applause. Josh Palmer is expected to emerge as the clear, clear wide receiver three for the Chargers. That's you sick, guys dude. want to fourth, uh, fourth, maybe right fifth now. option on that team. Wide receiver three. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, who's the running back on the Chargers? Does he catch passes? Um, Isaiah Spiller. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, do they have a an absolutely crazy athlete tight end that they just added? I'm sorry. Is Tyler Boyd a, fan- a fantasy option? Tight end? Who the fuck's yeah, Tyler I think Boyd? he is. So that makes what? Josh Palmer a good fantasy option is as well. Tyler Boyd was with he a really better a quarterback than Joe Burrow. Season, though? I'll trade you Tyler Boyd for Josh Palmer, John. Really? You would do that? No. Okay. I was like, wow. Really? If he turns out to actually <laughs> be the wide receiver three, then maybe. I think he will. I don't. Who else is it going to be? I don't. I don't think anybody. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know if he really wanted to start Tyler Boyd all that much this season, and he was a particular outlier. Like, that offense was very high volume, and I don't know if you'd want to start him a whole lot. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I, I it, Don't talk John out of it. something positive for my team because there's a few things on here that are not positive for my team. So the next one is Tyler Algier could become the Falcons' starting running back. Oh, dude, I am a little sad to have seen him go in that trade for CMC. Wait, you traded different... Algier? Yeah, traded him. Yeah. That was part of the trade. Logan's got him. Yeah. Oh fuck! I did not realize you actually traded him. Uh, my bad. Yeah. So we can celebrate. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, we did it. I'm gonna oh, actually man. order a I cake hope Christian right McCaffrey now. Blows up on both Jake of you. lost a trade. I didn't oh lose god. a trade. Well, on paper you did. <laughs> I did not. Oh my god! Yeah. And if CMC gets hurt at all this season, you lose the trade. You lose the trade. If okay, so if, CM- if CMC gets hurt and I win the the championship, regardless, I lose. How the are you trade. gonna win the championship if he gets hurt? What do you mean? I have four other startable RBs. Oh, really? Because I found four a story this week that to? says that Shanahan is determined to use an RB committee. Okay, he's always used an RB committee. I was going to say that's not news. Yeah, well, not news. Stop the presses. Shanahan Much does what he's done every single year. He's been a coach. It wasn't a really good example last year, though, because there's so many injuries that it could be hardly be considered a committee. Yeah, Debo Samuel was it. one of their running backs. I've like that's everybody. what I'm saying. Yeah. They did not have everybody. What are you talking about? I said I have everybody. I don't care who they Okay, start. you're going to start all three of them every week as your no, committee? Gonna, no, dipshit. <laughs> how did it work out for me last year? <laughs> Shut up. Was Stop talking about how you won, okay? You got fucking lucky, really. In reality, that's what happened. Oh, yeah, okay. George all Kittle right. had some great weeks, and then you got lucky. That's why you have a championship under your belt. Okay. That's literally what happened, okay? All right. I can't wait to qualify your championship in six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Singletary easily got every first-team rep in training camp so far. How do we feel about that? Logan with James Cook in the first round. Hmm. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to get Devin Singletary off Mac, though. Devin Singletary's a bad man, but that's that's a really dynamic offense, and you can't count on a running back getting you points every week. Even if Devin, Devin Singletary's super good. I, Is he Devin was Singletary a top super good? three RB within the last couple weeks of 2021, 2022. Right. But then what were his numbers before that? They were like nothing. Bad. Right? Yeah, not good. Yeah, so I mm. I don't like that. I don't like Bill's running backs as of late. So yeah. even if he's good, 
Sure. Even if he gets every single first team rep supposedly in training camp, that's probably like a quarter of the actual. You don't like Bills reps. running backs as of late. Which one's the one you like, Tyler? Who is it? Yeah, you're going after Zach what, Moss on which, the. Which, which one, one do I like? I said I don't. I don't as like. You Bills said as running late. backs. Who's the as one you late, like? I don't know. Who's the old Give guy me a you Bills like? Running back from like. Uh, well, Sean McCoy uh, probably. Who's it's probably the better one? Yeah, like is it OJ Simpson? Good. Thurman Thomas. OJ Simpson. I like OJ Simpson. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It is so. Most of these stories are basically just beat reporters trying to create news because there really isn't any. So we're gonna kind of just like rapid fire through these. Uh, This one's to give Jake a little hype. Uh, Kyle Rudolph to quote inherit the bulk of the Gronk role in Tampa. Fuck yeah. So when so the tight end. Yeah, the tight end, the only tight end in that in Tampa because (laughs) OJ Simpson, no OJ Howard, um, Mm. sucks ass and always has and always will. Plays for the Bills now. Yeah. So he's going to continue to do nothing basically with the rest of his career. What a he's shame! Pretty what sure, a waste pretty sure of he's talent. He's a pretty good passing or a pretty good blocking tight end. That doesn't do Kyle anything Rudolph? for us though. Yeah, I mean for fantasy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's bad for fantasy, but like, the guy's not a scrub. He's Jake. Who's for long. your Who's your other tight end? You have Kittle, don't you? I have uh, Gesicki, Kittle, uh, Rudolph, and uh, Evan Ingram. Who the? Why do you have all those guys? Trade one. Uh, you could easily trade. You. You're picking up waiver I mean, wire quarter or QB. Or if, I'm sorry, you're picking up waiver wire tight ends with Kyle Pitts on your team. I have one running. I have one tight end. You have George Kittle and Mike Gesicki. Those are two very serviceable tight ends in Dynasty. No. Okay. I just those all all of which of those you could trade. I can't trade Kyle Pitts away. You could. You sure could. I would take him right now. I got I got great assets for you, John. I don't want anything from you, Jake. <laughs> Come on, Jake, take Kyle George. Pitts. If Jake had Kyle Pitts, he would like his. I think our league would shut down. Take, yeah, Jake, I would shut it down. Fantasy. I'll give you Kittle. Dynasty. I'll give you Kittle, Gesicki, and some draft, some draft uh, capital. We should have no. uh, Mac give you Josh Allen too, just for fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll give you Najee. I'll give you. Pits. You should just have like the top three options at every position in Dynasty. I should. I, I really not. wanted Kelsey off of off of Mac. He, Mac's not going to give you shit. He's trying to win this year. Yeah, he is, which is um, great. I don't know. I feel right. like that's kind of not a smart decision. I feel like he should get the bag for everybody he's got. No, it because I think that he's going to win the first five games and then tank because that's kind of what his and schedule looks I'm like. I'm going to take his players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, you're not. The fuck you are, <laughs> dude. Oh shit. I'm gonna trade. No, him. Leonard Fournette's gonna be on my team week five. No He's way. Gonna turn no the super way. villain of this league. I hope so. I already am the super villain. I have the perfect arc. Yeah. You're like Vincent D'Onofrio. That's who I that's kinda who I see who you as. Fuck like is actor. Vincent D'Onofrio. He plays uh, he, he plays that. Kingpin in Daredevil. He's like a big oh, fuck like, yeah. muscular bald guy. <laughs> yeah. He's a badass, basically. He is. Um, He's scary. Yeah. That's kind of how I, how I see Tyler. Like, under the radar. He's 63? Is he what? 63? He's 63. He looks like he's in his 40s. That's so weird. Um. So things are looking continually optimistic about Chris Godwin being back for week one. But the Bucks Ooh. are not set on him being back just yet. Good. So, yeah. Give him a season off. off. Yeah. Again, let's fire through these. Uh, James <laughs> yeah. Robbins. These are both crazy to me because just because of the news that we're about to get to in a moment. But Chris Godwin might play after getting hurt in week 16 or whatever, really late in the season. James Robinson will not begin training camp on the pup. So he's playing. 
after tearing his Achilles in week 16. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, Yet, training. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are on the pup, and Dobbins, according to Ian Rappaport, may not start week one at all. I mean, so <laughs> you don't know the caliber of their injury. This would be a great time to talk Apparently to Dr. Not. Logan. Well, Dr. I, Logan, when you need him. I know, I know. You always just kind of wish you could just chime in whenever you want. But And now, Dr. Logan. We should just start calling him on the podcast on a regular basis, like even when he's at work and stuff. That's a good idea. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to think. Just call him out of the blue and like hold the phone up to the microphone. Be like, Logan, what do you think about this? He's like yeah. in the middle of just like a patient. someone's <laughs> leg or something. We're losing him, doctor. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to talk about J.K. Dobbins. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. They're losing him. They've got to. Yeah. Sorry, we understand. We understand. Go, go, go. Yeah. No. Uh, so that that's it's just I don't know. The NFL is weird like that. I don't understand. I guess J.K. Dobbins injury is definitely worse than they're letting on. Um, and if you can if you can sense my disappointment, it's because he's on my fantasy team. So that is upsetting. You guys give me shit for trading him away for first round pick. No, you you did fine. I, I think that I there's right. still a good chance that he's fine. And it's crazy. Just just based on the depth of my team, I'm still not worried. Like I'm really not. Um yeah. despite the the bad Cordero Patterson news with Algier maybe being the starter, despite um Michael Thomas being on the pup and J.K. Dobbins being on the pup, I am still not that concerned. It's it's gonna be fine. I think it's gonna be okay. And probably the last piece of upsetting news here is that Texans second round pick Joe Mechie has been diagnosed with leukemia. Um, so he will probably miss the whole season. Fortunately, this is like a very curable form of cancer, but damn uh, God, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's John Mechie. It's not Joe Mechie. I thought it was Joe Mechie. Real nice. No, it's John, John Mechie. Is it John nice. Mechie? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I apologize. Not also being a John name myself. Cancel. Joe Mechie. John Mechie. You're going to get, you're going to get bodied on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. bro. That's weird because initially when I wrote his name, I wrote Josh Mechie because I was thinking Josh Gordon, <laughs> and I, I'm still wrong. What are you doing? So, Jameson Mechie. Sleep at the wheel. So that's sad, but Jake has Nico Collins, so of course it works in his favor. Whoa, whoa, I didn't even bring that up, and here you are. Damn. Here yeah. you are saying it. Jake, did you plan Final on this? Cylinders. Did you cause this? Did I give him leukemia? No, I didn't give him leukemia. I don't know, man. I feel like you might have had just like a, a vial and you poured it into his glass last night. John, what <laughs> on earth? Can I you imagine you, if Jake is responsible for John Mechie getting leukemia? I just I know that he takes fantasy seriously, but like who's to say he doesn't take it that seriously? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just How do you think he won last year, John? Yeah. I don't know. He's pretty That's big on going could possibly back imagine to what back. Jake is capable of. Back to back. Back to back. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'd give a guy cancer to go back to back, but I see what you're saying. You might. You might. You gave me cancer last year. <laughs> yeah. I'm still recovering, Jake, from Mike McCarthy giving me cancer. Um, yeah, well, boo-hoo. Anyway. Cry, cry me a this river. This is all going to get cut. This isn't going to yeah. make this. Oh, that's all in. I'll tell you right now without question, that's all in. I hate all that. Right. That's not good stuff. Let's go. Uh, that's going to be the end of the NFL news and injury update section. Not a lot, but definitely some important stuff to take note of if you have a dynasty team or whatnot. And, um, if you're doing some mock drafts, which I implore you to do, always do mock drafts. Very important. Um, but we are going to go on to a quick dynasty download segment. Dynasty download. Dynasty download. Dynasty download. 
Anyways, yeah, so this is a segment where we break down all things Dynasty, burning questions, potential trades and acquisitions, incoming rookies, aging veterans, and this week we're going to be talking about one trade that went down in the Dynasty League. Um, it was between, of course, Jake and... Oh, uh, is this a big trade to talk about? TJ. I thought you were... So, I mean, this, I this segment is mainly to talk to Jake about Evan Ingram. Um Okay, well then let me let me take the fucking reins on this. Don't you don't need to no, sit no, no, here no, and drag no, my name through the no, mud. I'm not dragging your listen, I already talked right. to Tyler about this pre podcast. I'm not Tyler? Dra- I'm not dragging okay. your name He's through the mud. The I did actual research on this over the last five seasons to find out if this was a good trade, and I'm going to break it down for you. Is that okay? Okay. Cool. Anyways, so Jake's trade. <laughs> He sent away Robert Tanyan in the 2024 second round pick, his personal second round pick, to TJ and acquired Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram's track record, I think, is a little bit, hmm, how do you say, unfortunate over the last couple seasons. He's he's just, he's looked at not so fondly in terms of fantasy. And it's unfortunate because 2017, he was the tight end five, okay? With an average points per game of just under 12, which... Tight ends are terrible, so that's actually pretty good for a tight end. 2018, tight end 13, 11 games. Just about the same points per game. Not bad. 2019 is actually one of his better points per game. He only played eight games, got hurt. He was the tight end 18 that year with 14 points per game. And then he went downhill, okay? The last two seasons, eight points per game, seven points per game. The tight end 15 and 23 playing almost a full season both seasons. But if you go to Jacksonville, the difference is he doesn't have Urban Meyer. He has Doug Peterson. And the good thing about that is that Doug Peterson made Zach Ertz a top five tight end three years in a row. So he utilizes his tight ends. But Trevor Lawrence isn't known for utilizing his tight ends, even in college. And he definitely didn't last year, but... Unfortunately, Dan Arnold and James O'Shaughnessy were not really the best examples of a very good tight end. So the question is, do we think that Evan Ingram has potential to be a top 10 tight end this season on that offense with the other lack, I would say, and personally lackluster targets on that team? I think, yes, I think he can be a top eight tight end. And the question is, does Jake want to trade him for value now? Or does he just want to use him as a depth piece? Considering he has Gasicki and Kittle, and I forget the other one, to be honest with you, but Kyle Rudolph. It's interesting, especially considering TJ has no chance of winning this year. So and he can he got Robert Tanyan, who's gonna honestly do nothing the rest of his career. So I think yeah. it was kind of a throwaway trade in my opinion. Yeah. I mean I really just I, I just wanted to get Ingram for a uh, second, and he was like, "Well, I don't know about sending away a tight end," and he has like five. Um, Wait, so I, five good seconds. lord, hold on, yeah, I, that's it's a whole thing. <laughs> I don't, lord. I don't want to bash TJ here. What I'm trying to say is, like, I think Ingram could be the beneficiary of like a hundred to 120 targets. That's absurd. I think that's not even fucking remotely possible. He There's got no way that's he got 115, and he got over 100 last year. That. You're not well, that's year, because all the other receivers on that fucking team were injured. I think it's it I think Evan Ingram and every single person on the someone. Giants was injured. Jake, <laughs> you have to keep that in mind. Yeah, 
Every single person. They were well, down to like fourth string wide receivers and he running didn't backs get it on last that team. Year. He didn't get 100 targets last year. He got 73. But uh, he got 109 the year before. I mean, I think it's very possible that he gets 100 targets. But I they didn't pay. The- they paid him $10 million for a one-year deal. That's what they did. Um, but they're also paying an obscene amount of money for Christian Kirk. And what is it? LaVisca Chenault, and they brought in the guy from the Raiders, uh, Zay Jones. All of these guys are not <laughs> crazy I good mean, or anything. The quote, but... the quote I like from their their offensive coordinator is, when we put Evan Ingram on the field, who's going to cover him? Uh, do you need to bring a lighter Anybody body? Cover him. Do you put it? No, he, no, you can't. He's 6'3", 240, and an athletic freak. Why are you making it out like because he had a bad situation? He's like not good at football. I think he's got, can work he's got in a, his favor is volume. He's got a head. He's got a head coach who's known to have plays go to the tight end. He's got an offensive coordinator sitting here saying we want to create mismatches. You both are projecting Trevor Lawrence to be much better than he was last year and take a big step. Why is it an insane thing to to assume that maybe the guy they brought in to pay nine million dollars this year and create mismatches could show up? Especially when I, he's got the talent, and I didn't he's got, say he's crazy. I, I think it's it's very possible he's a top top ten to top eight tight end. But to be fair, that's still not in terms of tight ends. That's still not amazing. He I would think have that to there's really, every there's every realm of possibility. He's a top six tight end. That's absolutely in his reasonable outcomes. No, I, there's no fucking way he's a top six tight end. He's never been a top. Well, he's been a top six tight end in 2017. And even then, that was an off year for tight ends because he got less than twelve points per game in fifteen total games. So, it, it. I think like red zone usage is gonna drive how good he is in fantasy. I don't think he's gonna get a lot of targets in a game just because he's like a, that critical piece of the offense. But I think when you're talking mismatches, they want to run like kind of like scrappy plays they brought in a great slot guy in christian kirk they have a pass catching running back and they have trevor lawrence who can scramble i really like this is all supporting what i'm saying though is like there's a lot of pieces on the offense and it's going to be a really scrappy offense and so i don't think he's going to have a like such a high volume that he has like top five upside I, i could see him being a serviceable tight end next year yeah, yeah, and I mean the, the, that's like the thing. his like, touchdowns are gonna are gonna drive how good he is. Like we said at the beginning, exactly. it's, it's I mean the price I paid everything. is nothing. I got Robert Tanyan off the waiver wires, and he sat in my IR right. all last season, and then I traded a twenty twenty four second, which I mean I'm my twenty twenty four second is ideally going to be bad because I'm going to try to win. Right. This I'm not year saying this was a bad so. move to make. I like the move a lot. I like Evan Ingram. Yeah, I think he has upside. Whether or not it's actually there, though, I think his I think his ceiling is tight end five or six, and I think his floor is like tight end twelve. I think his floor is like sixteen. Yeah, and his ceiling is like twenty nine. Honestly, like eight or nine. But you just I mean you don't bring a guy in on a one year prove it deal for nine million dollars. Talk about how he's going to make mismatches and they have, have so Doug much Peterson. money in Jacksonville though. Yeah, I, he, they're I, paying I, all the good free agents. The Jacksonville tax, Jake. Honestly, any other team would give him like Christian 4 million. Kirk. I paid like eight hundred million dollars, and it's he Christian got paid Kirk. like twenty two, <laughs> something like that. He got the biggest wide receiver contract like to start the. The thing is, though, is it, it really is going to come down to touchdowns for him. And like that's why I'm saying his points per game has never been great because he doesn't catch a lot of touchdowns. And the issue is because he played in, in Jacksonville. Yeah, and he's still going to be in a shit offense. Is he going to get Jacksonville's is he going to get in the red zone better. a lot? 
much better more doesn't than mean, fucking more than doesn't even mean top fifteen Giants. offense in the NFL. It highly unlikely they break the top twenty offense in the NFL this season. So Wait, for they them, Kirk, they paid Kirk four years, seventy-two million dollars. Yeah, that's the fucking insane. A stupid amount. <laughs> Thirty-seven million. When he got signed, guaranteed. everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Thirty-seven million guaranteed. Kirk. That's crazy. Not that he's bad, but that's I mean, he, like, he's pretty good. I've always believed in money. Christian Kirk, but that's a lot of money. You've always been a big Christian Kirk guy. Always been a big um, Christian Kirk guy. I think the offense is going to be really great in Jacksonville. I think it's. Uh, I think Urban Meyer was really was really crushing that offense, um, and that they're just gonna they're having a full a full regular off season to get prepared with. They, I mean, they signed everybody early. Everybody's been around. I think. I mean, I know neither of you are arguing that it was a bad value, but I think it's a great value pick, a great T three that I can plug in on good matchup weekends. You know. If because Kittle can get injured, and you know I'm going to need to cover a bye week for Gusecki if it happens to be that Kittle's injured, well, well Gusecki's on bye, and I think it's a pretty solid, uh, solid choice, especially for the price I paid. You know, I don't really want yeah. Robert Tanya because great. because I don't I don't even know if he's going to be 100 percent ready to go this year, and then Aaron Rodgers is out of Green Bay after next year more than likely. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, know? it was just a. It, a pretty simple trade, but I, I obviously, I, I'm, there's no question that I think it was in your favor. The upside is there, but you know we've seen what he's done over the last two seasons. I mean, he could absolutely just be a complete bust. But I don't think you're going to start him at all, anyway. Except maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's a very strong week. chance I'm not going to start him. Yeah, so I mean, it is what it is. Maybe if he does well, then maybe you do a midseason trade and get another asset. Maybe you lose one of your running backs. I don't know. Well, that was but, my thought. I was like, there's very little chance that I'm going to be able to trade Tanya in a way. Yeah, it's a good buy low on Ingram. Yeah. I really like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah, why don't we move on to the Listener League Mock Draft. Oh, I forgot we're doing this. Shit, yeah. Mock Draft. Um, for those of you who don't know, we started a Listener League. We invited, uh, I guess, nine other humans that listened to the podcast that wanted to be part of the league. Um, we're on sleeper. They've been very vocal so far in the chat, which has been awesome. Trying to trade trade full redraft draft picks. It's been it's been great. So I really appreciate you guys being in the league. All right, let's go ahead and start this draft. Uh, Tyler is going to be drafting from the 102, which he got due to our uh, NASCAR drafting strategy. So basically, what we do is everyone gets assigned a random driver. This this year it just so happened to be at uh, Loudon Motor Speedway in New Hampshire. And depending on where your driver finished, that's what draft position you got. Uh, Tyler got the 102. Jake has the Shout 105. Shout out Chase Elliott. Hey, yeah. yeah. There you go, dude. <laughs> uh, 105, and I have the 106. So, yeah, this should be a fun one. Um, let's. You guys ready? Hit start draft here? Yeah, fire it up. All right. I'm ready. Here we go. Nervous. All right. Well. It's a good mock draft because yeah. Jonathan Taylor is one. Anybody who doesn't take Jonathan like Taylor one is an idiot. It's, it's honestly close. if like Cooper Cup went off the board first, yeah, I would have like, restarted it because it's really bad representation. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying. I had a couple of those. <laughs> that's ass. Ass. Um, so I'm gonna make this easy for everybody because we're in PPR. I'm gonna go Christian, Christian McCaffrey. Um, if this was not PPR, I don't know why we would do that, but I would probably pick Derrick Henry. Um, but Christian sense. McCaffrey's used yeah. way too much uh, to not take him. Ooh. Wow, I gotta say, real quick though, this is the first time I've seen Dalvin Cook go off that early. 
Yeah, I've Dalvin taken Cook him in almost every mock draft. Pretty so nuts. Derrick Henry went 103, and Dalvin Cook 104. Jake All right. is up. If Jaklers gets this Austin is, Eckler yeah. at five, that's, that's the only. This is the only context where I'm taking good. Austin wow. Eckler. Um, wow, you've already told me so many times you're taking yeah. Najee there. Yeah, only if Austin Eckler is not available. Uh, yeah, because there's right, a good this chance. Case, this is the very first time I've been able to take Najee, and I'm going to do that with the 106. That's exactly um, who I take with your. I'm pick. not a big wide receiver in the first round guy. Um, I'm going for PPR, and Najee Harris is that guy, so I'll take Najee. Uh, yeah, after Najee, Cup, Jace, Mixon, Jefferson, Diggs, Adams, Kelsey, Chubb, Lamb, Hill, Swift, and Josh Allen went with the 206. Um, so, I mean, my options are, for me, I'm, I'm a big running back guy, and it's, since it's a full PPR league, for me, I I have to go Aaron Jones here, because otherwise Jake is going to take him, and I don't want him to have Austin Eckler and Aaron Jones, so... That's my guy. I can get wide receivers for a value later on, but uh, I'm going to get my two running backs right here with Aaron Jones, the wide receiver, potential wide receiver one on the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not taking Kamara. I'll tell you that. I'm not taking Debo Samuel. I'll tell you that. Mark Andrews looking a little spicy there because he's at a value. Getting him five picks behind his ADP. Um, or Saquon Barkley, Javante Williams, or Leonard Fournette. I like Saquon Barkley a lot. Very talented guy. He's in amazing shape. The Giants have increased their O-line quite a bit. And a big thing that uh, I've been looking into this offseason is um, where uh, players are going in high stakes and industry drafts. Um and that's been kind of helping me see some players that I'm high on and kind of confirm, well, you know, am I, you know, am I correct or what, how, how does it compare to people that make a lot of money doing this? Uh, and Saquon Barkley is one of those guys. Um, so it's really between Mark Andrews and Saquon Barkley for me. Um, Interesting. Two great choices. I mean, personally, I would take Andrews here. I, yeah, I just like the, I like the values of Andrews here. You know, it's a locked-in tight end every week, and uh, I think that's who I'm going to have to go with here. I got Austin Eckler. I like that a lot, and I feel like I can pick up somebody else uh, in front of John in the third. Uh, Leonard Ooh. Fournette going. That's killer. And then Debo. I love Leonard Fournette, and I was super I like Rashad White so much more this season. two eleven. I mean, the for take him at the value. 13th round. That's or what I'm saying, dude. Add value. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, man, Leonard Fournette, that's who I really wanted here. Um, seeing Alvin Kamara this low is pretty weird, but I, it's redraft. I don't know. Like, I'd have to have a pretty strong case to believe you that could, he's going to be He could like miss up to six games, dude. That's a, that's a huge chunk. Because yeah. he could ruin he's, your he's season. He's going to keep dropping, I think, honestly. Alvin Kamara is a typical top five round pick or top five picks in the first round and now he's dropped all the way almost to the third round which mm. is crazy considering his situation um i wouldn't risk it you already have christian mccaffrey i would be taking I just, something else i already have christian mccaffrey i like it uh so i'm a huge i'm also a huge running back guy however if i see mike evans on the board and this guy at the one one could take could take Saquon and then mm. Mike Evans. Like Mike Evans is yeah. such an elite option. That's if, for what it's worth. That's who I'd go with here. That that's just that's what I like. So you already got I, Christian I'm McCaffrey too. Evans you right know, there. a lot of your season already that's comes down to what Christian McCaffrey does. So 
Yeah, right. at least shoot yeah, for the so moon a little bit. Honest, honestly, right On there, the if I wasn't going to take Mike Evans, I would have taken maybe another running back and then hope that Keenan Allen fell to me because he's basically the Mike Evans of that offense. Uh, I don't know, so, though, because right. Mike Williams is, is taking more of that target share and he's healthy going into the beginning of the season. No, I think Mike true. Evans could Absolutely. easily be the wide receiver one this season. I think there's every possibility of that. And look at that. This is a no-brainer for me right here. So right back here at the 3-2, again, I really want another running back here. Um, I think they're in pretty short supply at this quality. It's kind of an unknown still, but I think Saquon's a pretty solid value here. Um, again, it's just a mock draft. I, there's also <laughs> a really good case. I know. It's also a really good case to be made for A.J. Brown because I've – I've been drafting Jalen Hurts a lot, but I know John's yeah, high on Jalen Hurts. So I'm not, I'm not high not on AJ Brown for what it's worth. But I'm not I'm not taking him here. Uh, I think I can get some better running backs. No, I would not pay a third like for AJ Brown, Brown. I think he's not only gonna be an injury risk, but I think that, no. that offense is gonna spread the ball around so much and Jalen Hurts is gonna rush. Yeah, I think AJ Brown's value oh. is is rather high yeah. right here. Um I'd take him if he I, falls. I would be I gotta stick yeah, to my running would, back guns. I, I would yeah, I'd support. have to take Absolutely Saquon sure. there. Oh, I hate this. That is the worst possible outcome for me. Wow, uh, <laughs> wow. this yeah, is, is tough. So Saquon, Zeke, and then James Conner. Well, you, you're, so you're not gonna take Pitts. You're not gonna take Patrick Mahomes. See now, so I, now, now that I'm here, I kind of wish that I took, uh, that I took Saquon a running back at the two eight. I took at no, I wish I took Saquon the two eight. Um. Mm. You know Alvin Kamara. That's a that's a real real tough uh, tough spot. I don't know Alvin Kamara. He seems like the person I want to take because my next option is Cam Akers or David Montgomery for running backs, and I I like David Montgomery, but not right here. Yeah, you got him in the mid fourth, which you won't. You will right. not get him in the late in the mid fourth. But as a, as a as a as an early fourth pick, he's pretty good, I would say. I, I think for a third-round pick, it's I don't think it's going to sink my season. If he misses six games, it's not going to be great. But there's also a chance that uh, they settled the legal issue out of court, um, and he's Possible. not suspended. Um, and the value is just too good. If I can get him for a third-round pick and have Eckler, Mark Andrews, and Kamara coming out of the third, that's crazy. I don't like A.J. Brown here. I can't take Kyle Pitts because then it's a forced flex start every single week, and that's a nightmare. It sounds cool on paper to have two top tight end options, but you, you force your hand and flex every single week. So I think it's Camaro right here. I like that. I like your reasoning, yeah, too. For it's a second-round pick, it might, it might fuck with you. but I mean, the amount of times that a top first second or third round pick ends up screwing you is pretty often and I would say. the you know the nice thing on it is like it feels like about a maximum of six games like that's the high end of what it could really be if it's bad um yeah so that sucks but uh, you know for a third round pick I'll, I'll i'll bet on it so for me um i'm looking at aj brown kyle pitts or really either t higgins david montgomery if i really want to go all in on running backs right now which I'm pretty happy with Najee Harris and Aaron Jones. I think they're both incredible PPR threats. Um, I think that David Montgomery is going to take a turn this year and not be nearly as good when healthy. Um, I think they're going to spread the ball around a little bit more with a new coach in there. So 
I'm really looking at AJ Brown. I think he can be great, especially if I can snag Jalen Hurts later on. It's not like the most ideal stack that you would want for fantasy points, just because Jalen Hurts runs a lot. I'm I can't believe you're going with AJ Brown here. But yeah, I think AJ Brown is a great pick right here. Honestly, I as I'm, a wide receiver one, I'm I'm just gonna keep stacking up on wide receivers. I can't on, believe so it. I'm, I'm taking Brown. I'm taking Kyle Pitts here all day. For sure. I don't think I would take Kyle Pitts there. I, I think he's overvalued a little bit right there. He's, I mean, he's the one. He's he's going to get the most, know, and he's a crazy he talent. Is. I'm taking him for sure. Yeah, maybe I'll regret that, to the be honest Brees with you. Hall but. going over <laughs> yeah. Montgomery. Um, yeah, so off the board, we had Cam Akers, Higgins, Herbert, Mahomes, McLaurin, Brees Hall, Montgomery, Waller, Deontay Johnson, Kittle, and Waddle. Yeesh. Yeah, so right here... Honestly, I think the best decision for me is either Michael Pittman or Lamar Jackson. If I'm going to go pick a quarterback what? right so now, you're going to take Lamar be... Jackson early in the fourth. Uh, well, I mean, he's he's 48th overall right now, and we're at 44, so he's only like four picks early. If I were to take him, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the craziest pick in the world for a guy that has the amount of upside that Lamar Jackson has, but. I do think that if I want to have two top-tier wide receivers, I think A.J. Brown's upside is incredible, and I think Michael Pittman's upside is even more so. So that's that's kind of an easy pick for me. I, I go Michael Pittman right here. Yeah, that's for, that's who I would have taken here. I had him fall to he'll me never, so He'll never fourth. get yeah, to no, it. I take Michael Pittman every no. single time. It's, it's I, I, never going to happen. With Matt Ryan, and, I mean, just look at any Julio Jones season. Michael Pittman's a very similar player to Julio Jones, and it's just it's clearly working out perfect. They've they've had a connection in OTAs, and, I mean, it's just a no-brainer. You're, it's a safe pick. Uh, yeah. This is a tough spot for me. Um, I'm I'm keeping him for an 11th-round pick in the keeper league. That's, that's almost as egregious as Justin he, Jefferson for a 13th. Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm. There's no reason why yeah. I don't do that. Like I have to, regardless do, of the other choices I have. Do I? Have I do, do I keep Justin Jefferson guaranteed? I've been struggling with that. I feel like I do. I, I feel like he's a first round first pick, rounder Jake. for a thirteenth. That's what I'm saying. Like, <sighs> I think I got. I don't it. know, man. I think I got it. But the 101. It's either. I, uh, it's so tough. It's tough. I just got to decide who I want guaranteed. Really, that's the tough part. Uh, yeah. for me, this, this pick, I'm honestly, I'm going to go with Travis Etienne. He has a, uh, a connection with, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah. I'm going to go with Travis yeah. Etienne. He has a connection with Trevor Lawrence. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I want, I want another running back to kind of shore up that Alvin Kamara pick in case I need to fill in. Um, I don't like DK Metcalf. I like DJ Moore, just not quite at this price, and I think he could fall to me because I think other people aren't as in on him as I am. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be Travis Etienne. All right, Etienne off. Then we got Metcalf. I see Metcalf Gibson. and Gibson both falling farther. So than that. I'm looking here. I'm looking at Josh Jacobs. I'm looking at DJ Moore. I'm looking at Lamar Jackson. I feel like any quarterback in the fourth round. I have a hard. I really like Lamar Jackson. I just have a hard time drafting I, I can't. a quarterback this high. Have I you really been do. able the, the, to get the Tom quality. Brady at all? Like, say you get Mike Evans. Oh, that's yes. nice. So. Yes. I can get Tom Brady at the 7-2. I'm not oh, like I'm not going crazy on Lamar Jackson. So yeah. You could get him every time at the 7-2. I'm, I'm a truther. You've seen the Instagram. You know I'm a Josh Jacobs truther. You're crazy. I think this is pretty You're decent crazy. price to pay for Josh Jacobs uh, running back three. 
I really think this <laughs> I could, think turn, it could out turn out to be, out to be a committee pick. backfield that you're buying into the fourth. Even if I am, I mean, I got <laughs> glass bones. <laughs> you glass literally bones. do. <laughs> glass bones. <laughs> Barkley. Yeah, yeah, geez. Oh, and there goes. Why not dive for it? Oh, and that's what I was hoping. Right wow. Today. So might as well Jackson take Dobbins while you're at it. So I can pick up another back. Really, yeah. Dobbins. I want to know more about I don't Dobbins. See Dobbins. I hope we know more. You think you want to know more? I kind of like Elijah Mitchell. Though. What about Mike Williams right here? No. What about <laughs> what about this guy? Dalton no way Schultz. I would take Mike Williams at the five two. The only reason I loved him last yeah, year. Jake, is you're not getting so DJ Moore in this mock, by the way. There's no way. No, it's it's gonna get picked up by one of these computers for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Whether yeah, they need it or not. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we'll know more about Dobbins in the future. I think that this is a realistic pick right here, is Dobbins. If it was today, I would probably go Elijah Mitchell. Mm. Oh wow, baby. It gets DJ Moore. Oh baby. Holy shit. All right. This well, is uh the only other consideration so we had I would Amari have here. Cooper, and Kyler Murray go off the board. I'll tell you, Kyler so here's, here's the thing. What the fuck? Here's the thing. I'm actually going to take Elijah Mitchell because uh, I want a very robust running back room. I have a positional advantage at tight end, and I want to shore up uh, points from everywhere else, and I feel really, really good about wide receivers late in this draft this year. Um, so I do like DJ Moore, Agreed. but I think the thing is, you look at John, he's got Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, and the people after him really don't have super robust running back rooms. And I view uh, I view Mitchell as kind of a tear break because um, after Mitchell, it's it's Miles Sanders or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So it's got to be Elijah Mitchell right here. Wow. And now you guys both went four running backs in the first five rounds. That's that's I got some risk. That's, though. Very that's the thing. I got risk. Opinion. Everybody's risky. I don't expect to start every one of my running backs every week. Yep. Um, yeah. And that's why I took them. But it is telling. I mean, just based on the mock, like it might not go this way. But yeah. the fact that you guys are both so high on running backs definitely tells me a lot in terms of how I need to draft. Because, you know, I, I usually go one, two running backs. Sometimes I don't even do that. Sometimes I'll go one running back, one wide receiver. So here I'm looking at DJ Moore, Joe Burrow, Corlin Sutton, Mike Williams, Marquise, Hollywood Brown, or TJ Hawkinson. We all know I don't love DJ Moore. But if he was my wide receiver three and he ends up in the top 20 wide receivers at the end of the year, that's pretty solid. I think right here, I, I'm going to go with an upside pick, a guy that I think could end up being a top five wide receiver with Russell Wilson at quarterback. And that's going to be Cortland Sutton. You well, you think he could be top five? five. Top five, I think my guy? Could. Holy that's shit. A, I'll water bet you that man. right now. I would have probably taken Mike Williams right no, there. I think I gotta, I'm not gonna you can chuck a brick of ice in my here. head for top five. <laughs> I'm back again here, and TJ Hawkinson made it all the way to the 6-7. That's kind of crazy. That's pretty interesting. That's crazy. Jeez. Um, so here's the thing. I could either take Hawkinson from my tight end position at the 6-7, which I feel like is late because his average draft position is 59. I'm at the... 67th draft position right now so that's a serious value or i can take jalen hurts and secure my stack of aj brown and jalen hurts i think i have to do that i really do just because of the rushing potential jalen hurts isn't jalen, gonna be there of jalen yeah. hurts it, jalen it's hurts just, never comes back to you it's too good i can't not do I'm, that i'm taking i just want a you a little know. bit before what's that you're right because jalen hurts would never make it past me in the seventh so he's never coming back to you 
Yeah, I basically right here, my decision is, do I want Jalen Hurts? Do I not want Jalen Hurts? Yes, 100%. And I do want Jalen Hurts, so I'm going to yep. take him. All right, now I am on the board for my first wide receiver here. Um, there's a lot of options. I got Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney, or Adam Thielen. Those are really the guys that I'm interested right here at this pick. Um, TJ Hawkinson on the board. He's a great value. Kind of makes me wish I hadn't taken Mark Andrews, but because I've had two opportunities. That's why I'm, I'm kind of big on, on not taking a tight end early, but Mark Andrews is too good of a value, and I'm kind of a Ravens homer. so um, mm, It does factor in for sure. Definitely does. <laughs> does definitely in. does. No um, denying that. So, And, I mean, he was a great value. He really was. I mean, I was getting him like five picks after where he was going or something like that. Good yeah. spot. I feel, I feel good, good about that pick. I just like Hawkinson here for a serious value. Um. Like Allen Robinson, uh, it's a high ver- a high volume pass offense. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I don't. I gotta say he's probably the fourth option here for me. I really like Darnell Mooney and Adam Thielen. I think Adam Thielen, uh, whenever he's on the field, he is a threat to get thirty points and catch two touchdowns, and he is an he's absolute red zone hog. Red zone um, hog. But I think that Darnell Mooney is going to be the beneficiary of like close to 150 targets i think he's going to be the stud in that in that room and um he's shown that he can do a lot with it um he he, you know he posted a thousand yards last season on um some 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 work from some bad quarterbacks so i'm going darnell mooney here in in kind of hopes that somebody from that crew will fall back i I feel like there's a chance cooks or thielen one of those guys might fall back to me so if it's me, there's no chance in hell you're getting Adam Thielen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping that you guys wouldn't draft Darnell Mooney that high, too, because I've been seeing Justin Fields go super late in drafts. Love Justin Fields. Super, super, super late. Um, yeah, you can get him in the 12th. Yeah. You can. You can. It's stupid. Yeah, it's a I've, I've done it so many good times. quarterbacks this year. This is, this is really tough, but I'm not going to make it tough on myself because for me right here, Adam Thielen is like a no-brainer. I like Brandon Cook's upside. Thielen's after, a no-brainer. Uh, you've Thielen already got Evans. Like, again, last year, I've got Mike Evans. And I Evans hasn't Evan missed Thielen. a game. In, I mean, Talk Evans... about guys who can catch touchdowns. It's Mike Evans and Adam Thielen. Yeah. Like, honestly. Insane. Just absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, Mike Evans doesn't two. miss games. And Thielen, whenever he's on the field, dude, it's... Yeah. He's, he's so good. everywhere. God, he's I, everywhere. I've... Tyler, I there in twenty eighteen I had Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, and Juju Smith Schuster. They were the one, two, and three wide receivers at the yep. end of that season. I had all three of them on my team and oh. still didn't win the championship. Oh. That sucks. <laughs> I had that all hurts. of them. It's because he lost Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt kicked a lady and I picked up yes, Kareem Hunt's that's backup. Literally why. Not because he that got hurt because he it. kicked some woman in a Cleveland hotel like a fucking drunken dumbass. I mean she did oh, call God. him the N word. He did. Don't she do did. This. And that was usually my excuse, but I mean, I mean Tyler's the racial star guy. I'm kind of, I'm kind of on his side in that. <laughs> yeah. No. <sighs> All right. Back to reality. I can't take, I'm not gonna take this, a stance on that right now. This this seven two pick right here. So Cooks and Schuster just went after Thielen. That's tough because I would have taken Cooks DeAndre in a heartbeat. Hopkins. Me too. Ooh. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you can toss him immediately into your IR and pick someone off the waivers. Which is pretty cool. I like that as a late season stash. 
Ken Walker, right. I don't know enough about. Like Drake London, he's like really high. Four Why running is he backs. So high? I'm not taking. He seems real, he's above Rashad Penny. Yeah, man. and Penny is like, slated to that. be the guy opening the season. So I, I, I yeah, would take so Penny. I don't like know that. I'm a big Kenneth Walker guy. I've been taking Penny late. Yeah. So I know you are. Yeah. I like Drake London. That's a pretty. That's a pretty snazzy little pick right here. You also need a quarterback um, still, and Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm not Dream interested hunt. in any of these quarterbacks. I like Russell Wilson here. I, I think Russell Wilson. I good. think, I think I'm going to go DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh, it really wow. depends on how it shakes out. But I I'm personally, go personally, I I wouldn't take him until he's a crazy value. Okay, Drake London and Hunter Renfro went off the board. That's a shame. Like Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro a lot. Um, Dallas Goddard don't like Dallas Goddard. Russell Wilson's here. He's nice, but I need wide receivers. That's the reality is I got to start two of them. And uh, there's a guy here who, very talented, showed a lot of great flashes last year. Low pass offense. Got to say that. I already have Mark Andrews here. That's that's my major hang-up is do I want Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews? Let me try to sell you on Gabriel Davis, Jake. You're going to go with... I'm not taking Rashad Gabe Davis. Baben? Somebody else can In figure out Gabe round? Davis. I'm not taking. Yeah, He's the no number way. two wide receiver on the Bills, which is one of the most high pass uh, offenses. I'll tell you. I'll league. tell you one thing. I'll eat my shoes if Jamison Crowder isn't the guy soaking up most of those targets and Dawson oh Knox. Oh my God! You are the one and only human being to have That's that. That's not opinion. true. There's so right many now, people. You are making a big mistake by taking Bateman. I, I'm not. Over I'm, I'm having a conversation about it, John. Panther. I'm making content. I'm not taking Bateman. I'm okay with the concept, but I I, I know I'm what taking you're Russell Wilson. Goddamn it! That's all. I'm, that's all. That's where I'm going with this. Is that I need another quarterback. I like positional advantage. I think they're going to let Russ cook. And when Russ cooks, Russ is great for fantasy. You look at his history. The guy's never not been somebody you wanted to start until last year when he was clearly done with that offense. So that being said, taking Russell Wilson and I'm keeping the quarterback and the tight end positional advantage with some stud running backs, a nice wide receiver one, and I am going to load up here at the end of the draft. Damn, I I really thought you were going to go with Bateman there. That's weird. Just the way you were talking, it sounded like you were going to go with Well, because I, I like it. I actually, Bateman, but. I would have taken him if I didn't have Mark Andrews, but I'm really not trying to take two passing uh, options the only in that two, really, yeah. on that team. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have that every week, especially with Bateman as my wide receiver two. If Bateman's my three... Okay, but not with Mark Andrews, unfortunately, which is a shame because I really do like Bateman. I think Bateman's going to be really good this year. He's very talented, and I think he can make use of the little work that they give to wide receivers. Yeah, so I this is this is pretty much what I've done every single time in the seventh round. I have picked this player just mainly because this is a full PPR league. I have Najee Harris, Aaron Jones. Those are my two running backs compared to Jake and Tyler's four running backs on their teams. And I don't love the receivers in this round. I know I just hyped up Gabe Davis, but I don't necessarily need him right now. Since You're I fake. have three solid You're wide so receivers. You're so fake. You're talking so much trash about me not taking Gabe Davis. And here but you, you are. needed him. In, in this context, you needed him. I don't. So yeah. you needed him for upside. You already have Darnell Mooney on one of the worst teams in the NFL. You better pray for upside in that position. Hey, who do you want? Where do you, yeah, where do you want wide receivers? On bad teams or good teams? That's a solid point, but I don't think it works in your favor in this argument. Anyway, how many targets did you get last I year? 140? I'm taking 140 targets. Is that all right? Is that I'm good? taking one of the best PPR threat running backs in the NFL, and that's Kareem Hunt in the seventh round. Yeah. As my running back three. That's who I would have taken I'll right take there with your team. Every single day of the fucking week. Yeah. I, I agree. That's 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 the pick I would have taken. 
I just can't believe how much trash. Speaking of the guy who ruined my season a couple years ago, Kareem Hunt. Um, yeah. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So this is this worked out well for this you. This is tough. I do. I don't think it's that tough from my perspective. I wonder what you're thinking, but for me, it's uh, I I don't have a tight end yet, and my options right now are Dawson Knox or Zach Ertz. Um, also Tyler Lockett, Chase Edmonds on the board. Is this the time where I take a tight end? I think it is because I think that the upside of both of these tight ends are huge. I think they could both finish. I mean, both 100% top 10. I think at least one of them has top five potential. Which one do I pick though? Is it the guy who finished top five, three years in a row in Philadelphia, or is it Dawson Knox who I think he like broke his thumb at the end of the season? Um, you know what I think it is? I think it's the upside of Chase Edmonds. Chase wow. Edmonds, really? Hmm. Oh yeah, I'll take him for the upside in the eighth round. Honestly, on a team that's going to be arguably pretty darn good this year, um, I'll take Edmonds out of the backfield on Tua, who can't seem to throw the ball, regardless of what Tyreek Hill says. Yeah. Um. So for me, uh, I need some wide receivers. Um. Got every position kind of locked up. Don't like Tyler Lockett for what feels like obvious reasons. Um, Garrett Wilson. Because <laughs> he's a pariah of rook- our league. <laughs> rookie, <laughs> rookie, yeah. Rookie on the Jets. Like the Jets. Don't like Garrett Wilson this year. I think Elijah Moore is going to be the guy uh, there. Don't like Brandon Ayuk. Uh, don't need quarterbacks. Chris Olave is looking, looking pretty nice here. I've seen some pretty incredible highlights of Brandon Ayuk. Um, and it's making from me his OTAs? want to like him more. But I still from his don't. OTAs or from... From what? I don't know. Just as I've seen on YouTube, I'm like, wow, he's actually not bad. No, I think he's made some great catches not, on on the sideline and stuff. Like, that's just I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to be too heavy on exactly. San Francisco. I'm I'm all set on that. I got Elijah Mitchell. I'm 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 all right with that. I think that there's some clear upside here uh, with Olave and Rashad Penny. Um, I'm pretty heavy on running backs already. That's that's the thing, um, but how can you pass up a guy in the eighth round who could be the workhorse back? And so I'm going to take Penny here. Ah, oh, you suck. Yeah. I want wow. a Penny part so of, bad. Part of, it was, part of it was I knew there was no way that he's coming back to me. Whereas Chris yeah, Olave. Zero chance. Chris Olave, because I know Tyler needs a tight end and a quarterback. And so uh, a couple other guys at the turn need tight ends and quarterbacks and already have pretty good wide receivers. There's a chance that Olave is coming back to me, and I'd rather risk that and get Penny than do it the other way around. Well, so here's where I got news for you, Jaklers. You're going to take a lot of I'm all about sure. the value this year. There ain't no way, ain't no way at this tier that I'm taking a tight end. There also ain't really? no way. I'm, I'm I would take Ertz right here if I was you, for sure. 150%. I, you take what? Ertz. Ertz? He, he I signed, don't like it. He signed a big deal. He look at his look at his season last year when he was on the Cardinals. He could he be the efficient. wide receiver one on this team for the first six weeks. I mean, pretty That's much, dude. I, look at I like I understand if you don't want him, but like I'm taking Ertz in your spot all he had day. Such right a now. lackluster year last year. He was the I tight end taken five. If I didn't take Edmonds, he was the I tight end five Ertz after 100%. not after not getting a lot of work in the first couple weeks. Like he was, he was. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Look in at the eighth his round, after I, the buy. It's not bad, but I don't know. I I think that's. No, I don't love it. Um, I understand. I really think I just want to keep loading up at wide receiver right here, because um, I got this nice turn right here. I have some tight ends I'm targeting in the late rounds. I have some quarterbacks I'm targeting in the late rounds. So I'm gonna take um, some wide receivers here. I think. 
So I don't love drafting rookies in redraft. I really don't. Mm. Um, yeah, stresses me out a little bit. So I'm looking at Brandon Ayuk, who I, I think with Trey Lance possibly in town next year, I think that could be an awesome pick. Everyone knows that it's going to Debo most of the time, so I think he's going to be freed up a little bit. I really only need him to be there for the first few weeks while D-Hop is out. Um, so I think I'm going to go Ayuk here. Oh, man, I still I just love loading up at wide receiver, especially because I have two, like I said, two really good value tight ends in mind. So right here, I'm looking Which at... Which is Gerald Everett and... Gerald Nero. Everett and Cole Komet. Najoku? Uh, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. And Who the yeah. fuck does Hayden Gerald Hurst Everett. even play for right now? Tennessee, Bengals. man. What the fuck? No. No, he no, plays thanks. for the Bengals. No, that's Hooper. That's Hooper. My bad. I, yeah, Hayden Hurst. No, I don't want Bengals. either of those. I'd rather have uh, Austin Hooper than Hayden Hurst. So, but I think me. Robert Woods is a pretty decent value right here, but I... Uh, Torres ACL, he's 30 years old. I have to imagine he's slowing down a little bit. I'm not taking Robert Woods anywhere. Just, just I, I do not understand why you two are even looking at Robert Woods this season. Because he's such a good value in the ninth is, round. Dude. Is he a good value? Huge, va- huge value. Can, just, hey, how I mean, was just the wide right now, Jake in Tennessee last year. Did you dude, want Tyler the wide receiver Lockett two in Tennessee? Got taken before year? him. Like I. But did you want the the wide receiver two in Tennessee in any of the last couple yeah, of years? There's no. Who there's was nothing it? wrong with that in the ninth round? Who was the wide receiver, wide receiver two in Tennessee five? last year? Like. It's Robert Woods, man. I don't Who know. Who was the wide receiver two in Tennessee last year? All right. I think I think I'm going to take Robert Woods here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, off the board, call Rogers. Me, call Garrett me when someone when Jay. someone was starting Nick Westbrook Ikeen last year uh, because that didn't happen. <laughs> you don't want that. You yeah, don't they, want that guy. You don't dude, want that they role. They signed Robert Woods. They signed Robert Woods. They to made have a big a guy move to have for a Robert warm Woods. Body because he left because he was he's toast. I don't want a toast wide receiver that's 30 that's going to a run-first offense. It says right here, Woods and Ryan Tannehill have already developed chemistry. It would, quote, take a setback for Woods to be anything but full go by week one. Yeah, I'm, I'm all set with that. Woods' best finish is wide receiver 11 in his entire career. So he's finished as he a wide receiver. Good. That's better AJ, than DJ Moore, Jake. He could have A.J. No, Brown not. numbers next year. He yes, it is. A.J. Brown. That's would, better. Than, DJ Moore's never finished outside of the top 16. No question would rather have DJ Moore. No Robert Woods question. has been overshadowed by everyone else on the Rams team. Yeah, and and he will continue to be overshadowed by Traylon Burks and Derrick Henry, who's going to be. He's a rookie. Prim- okay, uh, you going with Jake? All right, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because there's a guy I really like here. Really, really like Melvin Gordon this season. That's, ooh, but you have some. You I need, don't need a running you back. Need That's the thing. Wide receivers so bad, Jake. Darnell Mooney. That's it. That's your team. But, oh, you have Darnell Mooney as a wide receiver. Gage, that's, and I don't like, shocked. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. I really <laughs> like Russell Gage. Jake Chase Claypool. Take him. Do it. Eat shit, John. I dare you. How about that? How about you eat He could shit? be the wide receiver one on that team this year, Jake. That's you stupid. Could do it. That's dumb. You're a moron. <laughs> Russell Gage. That's got to that's be the pick. That's my team need. It's. You I know. would have taken Russell even, Gage if I didn't have Mike Evans already. Even after the news of Chris Godwin maybe coming back week one, you're going to yes. take Russell Gage. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Russell that Russell Gage is going to be bad. And for a ninth-round pick, I'll, I'll gamble that. Well, I mean, at this point, dude, the fact that Zach Ertz has fallen this far at the 9-6, yeah. I think I'm going to have to take my my tight end. It's going to be Zach Ertz. I can't believe, I can't believe Tyler the, took Robert Woods over Zach Ertz. That's, that's clown behavior to me. i got to be honest. <laughs> It's because I have the plan, baby. I don't so Darren Waller and Mike Kosicki, who's this Team 10 guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, and I'm, oh, wow. So I'm back again, and I am in need of another wide receiver. And I think the number one possible wide receiver on the Green Bay uh, Packers this year is very likely, and here's the thing. It's a dart throw for that team. Pup. It could be Lazard. It could be Watson. He's on the It pup. could be, I think that's it. That's a, that's the only option. It's not going to be Cobb. He's a rookie on the pup. That's insane. He's on the pup, but so is Dobbins. And Jake, you might as well be on the pup right now. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go with performing in the NFL, so yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I'm going to go Christian Watson in the 10th round. <laughs> uh, Taking rookies is tough, but, I mean, come on, guys. Christian Watson with Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. I'll take it. This this one is who I have, this is who I have to take right here, uh, just because I, I feel like I need to back up this position, um, and I'm, I'm fine with that. What? Taking oh, Spiller? Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm taking Spiller. Yeah. I got I got Eckler. That's not a bad pick. I got Eckler. That's a high powered offense. That role is gonna be worth something no matter what. Um it's clear that with this team I need solid running backs to be competitive. I have two players that I've used positional advantages in Russell Wilson and Mark Andrews. And uh I just need to make sure that my running backs stay strong. For context, Jake did get Austin Eckler in the first round, by yeah. the way. That's why he drafted Isaiah Spiller. Correct. So, Tyler, you're here still needing a tight end in the 10th round. Hunter Henry just went off the board with a 10-10, and you are at the 10-11 with Cole Komet available. Dude, I'm not even sweating it right now. I've seen defenses get chosen over the tight ends I'm targeting. That's insane. And you still Which don't have insane. a quarterback either, no? Which I also am not sweating, but here's the thing. I think I just want this right now. Well, maybe I don't. This guy's got Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'm I'm going to play it loose, fast and loose right here. Loose uh, is always better. Play because, it loose always. I'm dude, I'm yeah, that, this is so, not even yeah, a question. The guy at the one here. has Lamar Jackson. Oh my god. It's not even a question. I'm taking really? Cole Komet a thousand percent. Not even a question no with your team, with your team. Oh my god. Yeah, in a heartbeat. There's no way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time uh, for me. Not for Tyler, apparently. No, no way. It. It's my you boy an, right here. Nine, it's Michael Gallup. The advice of a two-time. My, it's Michael Gallup, Gallup all day. Brother, his Gallup bones are, oh, my God. Week one status Gallup, isn't even happening. And, wow. and then right here, and then give me Cousins. So give me Kirk Cousins right what there. What the fuck? You're drafting okay. your... T- your okay, I, mean, I, I get that. Fuck? I get the Cousins pick because he has Thielen, but... No, this is bananas, uh, dude. I am i don't get that. I'm taking Cole Komet there in a heartbeat, and uh, Kirk Cousins, sure. But I'm glad that this guy fell to me. I'm happy about this. Taking Jarvis Landry, no question. Great, wow. great wide receiver. He's uh when he's healthy, he's really good, and uh I think that Winston is gonna sling the ball. That is what he's known for, so you're not wrong. Um so Jarvis Landry at the eleven five for Jake, I'm at the eleven six, and I'm between Damian Pierce, Jamison Williams, Tyler Boyd, and probably MVS here. Um also the upside of Rashad White is very intriguing. So I don't have Fournette. Do I want to be invested in the upside of the Houston Texans offense or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense is really what I'm looking at here. And I think that I think that answered <laughs> I just answered my own question. It's Rashad White. Yeah. Great pick. And Jake is like, God damn it. Yeah, no, I really like getting him at like oh, thirteen. Shit. Did somebody take Trey Lance already? Mm. Uh yep. Nine twelve Trey They Lance must Lance. have. A nine twelve. Oh boy. So I'm back again here and now what I'm what I'm dealing with is the upside of Tyler Algier or the upside of Jacoby Myers with the PPR threat. 
Oh, the upside. Wait, but I'm. Or do oh, I want to no. take somebody that Tyler wants? John, I'm confused. Devonte Parker's still on the board. <laughs> oh, but I can get him with a literal 14th round pick. So, but you would um, take Jacoby Myers before him. I will agree. Why that might I think you Devontae take that? Parker is the better option, but I think Jacoby Myers in the 12th round is a pretty solid choice. Although, I'm still gonna go with Tyler Algier. Yeah, in the 12th round yeah. of this draft. Two. I, I just probably. took three rookies in a row. By the way. I mean, Watson, rookie running White, backs. And Tyler rookie Algier. running backs are different than wide receivers. Uh, this is a no-brainer for me. I need wide receivers. Love Jacoby Myers. It's Jacoby Myers. If I didn't have a quarterback right now, it's Justin Fields all day. But Jacoby Myers is the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, okay, so Rondell Moore went. That was my plan because really? I wanted to sure up. Yeah, the Hopkins. You have. Wow. I think Rondell Moore in the first six yeah. weeks is going to be insane You're value. Six in wide receivers. Round. That's crazy. I, I can't even believe you were trying to go after him. Oh, you for sure, dude. You should have hey, been really Six wide receivers, like, no tight ends. He's after David yeah, Joku. Dude, it's, it's on right now. It's on. We're only doing the first 12 rounds on this draft, by the way, boys. What? So this is it. Oh, we are? Since what? the rest is... It. I mean, oh, that's we, no fun. Unless your strategy... Yeah, okay, the strategy, we'll, man. We'll My strategy is I do not, right. I do not so, draft so, kickers in There's defense. nobody else looking at this that I'm really excited about. I mean, wide receiver... I've got plenty, but is there anything I want to shore up? I mean, not really. I could take a backup for somebody, but I could take like a Gus Edwards would be stupid, kind of. I don't know. I mean, Marlon Mack Marlon is Mack slated to be is the not tight end. Hey, just don't, don't forget, you need a tight end. The fact that you have to start yeah, one I'm every not, week. I'm not worried about it. Okay. Not worried about it at all. Hey, what about your um, boy? Your boy's still on the board. I think I like Marlon Mack here, actually. That's, I've been taking him with back the 13th. In Houston. I could take Mark Ingram. That'd be kind of funny. That would be Have disgusting. him play the first six weeks. Hey, that would be really mean um, to me. That'd be really funny. I think just because it's a mock draft and because it'd be funny if that happened, I'm going to take Mark Ingram right there. Hmm. Wow. And um, Njoku's so gone, glad the guy Njoku. that you really needed right there. I'm so uh, happy. And then I'm going to take Gerald Everett. Yeah, I like Gerald Everett. Yeah. Like 13 and then... Right after Justin Tucker goes, which is so on brand because Tyler loves Justin it's Tucker. It's very um, on brand. And here's Jigglers I mean, here. I would with, take uh, Marlon Mack here no matter what my rest of my team looks like. Marlon Mack that late is, is insane. For the 13th, me. I mean, dude, if I can start him for one game, it's worth a 13th round pick. <laughs> that's, and that's also, insane. if he if he's not startable, then it's an easy, great roster cut for somebody else that blows up early early season. For the sake of the mock draft, I'm going to not draft kickers or defenses here, and I'm going to go ahead and take my guy this season who's going to be the wide receiver one on the New England Patriots. You're an idiot. Devontae Parker. You're an idiot. No, I am smart, and you are an idiot because you don't know football. The only thing cool about Devontae Parker that he was uh, the wide receiver 69. That's the only thing cool about him. Mm-hmm, 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 yep. Yep, and you're wrong. Jacoby so, Myers did better last year. I, that's what's crazy to me. I just don't get it. Like, I don't get that bet. Be, you're so goddamn goofy. He, he's going to be the number one player on that team. He's going to get more touchdowns. Not Jacoby Myers is not a touchdown threat in terms of who's going to finish higher. It's mm, Devontae Parker. No. Not Jacoby even Myers has scored one touchdown his entire NFL it's career not even from a Matt Hoyer. It's not even a question to me that Jacoby Myers. You're wrong. I mean, you're literally just wrong. You are wrong. Okay. Overall, the touchdowns will outweigh the whatever PPR threat Not you think happening. that Jacoby Myers is. I, it's going to be. They have so many other better red zone threats like Damian Harris and Hunter Henry and Janu. Okay. I like I, there. 
things can a, easily change. Yeah, like Devontae Parker. Johnny was not injured a red week zone one. He's literally there to block. He's there to block. Devontae Parker's he old ass is getting hurt so fast. It's crazy. I don't think so. And right here, I'm going to go ahead and take my guy. I don't really have anyone to take here. Um, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I will take Tim Patrick, I guess. Whatever. I uh, really like this option right here. He's a great, great little addition at the end of drafts, in my opinion. I like Jameson Crowder. Yeah. Not a bad shot uh, there. The wide receiver four on that team. Good choice. Uh, um, that's I think wrong. this is so. I think steam. Gerald Everett at the thirteen, or in the thirteenth, has top ten upside potentially. I think this is another guy who has potential top ten upside. Is Hayden Hurst? Mm. He never had an opportunity to break out anywhere because he was always playing behind somebody. Um, I think that I, the I Bengals tight end position. C.J. Uzama last year made a splash, and he's ancient Hayden, and who did, is not a very high-caliber athlete. Who didn't Hayden Hurst play behind in Atlanta in 2020? Kyle Pitts. No. Well, no. 2020? Uh, Nobody. He was the one. I'm honestly not sure. I think he, he was, was the one. He was the one and had Matt, Andrews, or Matt Ryan, who's a serviceable quarterback, got 88 targets. Yeah, and Matt Ryan also got sacked like a record amount of times in 2020. That's true. That's I'll give you that. That's I don't fair. know. That was a pretty horrible offense in 2020, so that's I don't even fair. think that's, that's fair to put that up there. I but just, I think this I guy yeah. is a straight-up sleeper breakout candidate. Um, he's Talk about another. position's been yeah. supported there. So. He's, a, he's a really great athlete, Hayden Hurst. He's a top-tier athlete. He's, he's <laughs> first-round caliber. Yeah like him a lot what's crazy is the fact that like i could keep going the fact that we've done dynasty like i could go oh my god 10 rounds i have so many yeah right all these Me players too. are i mean trevor like, lawrence and fields right now. aren't even off the board I, I was Pickens, thinking about taking lawrence too yeah hardman yeah. i like i like i like a flyer on hardman um so real quick let's uh i want to look at tyler so you drafted with the 102 Go yep. ahead and give us your team right now. What do you have for All right. go from quarterback, running back, wide receivers, tight end? Go ahead and oh, do okay. it that way. So I'll roster here. So I got uh, Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. I got him in the 11th round. Um, I've got McCaffrey and Barkley, uh, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen. Uh, then I have Gerald Everett. And then at Flex, uh, currently I have Josh Jacobs. I don't have a kicker in defense. I'm going to stream those guys because um, I'm, I'm an elite special teams guy and defense guy. We know that. Of course. Yeah, we all know that. Um, I have J.K. Dobbins on my bench. I have DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to miss the first six games. So he's going to be a stash. I have Brandon Ayuk, Robert Woods, Michael Gallup, uh, Mark Ingram, kind of for the meme, but also could end up being a, a pretty nasty pick at the 12. Uh, and then Hayden Hurst is my other tight end. Beautiful. I think, you know, Tyler, I think it's a solid team. I think your running backs, you're, you're playing with fire a little bit just oh, based for on the sure. history. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, with Dobbins, Barkley, and McCaffrey, <laughs> that's tough. But I think uh, if all goes well, it could be a solid team. Uh, Jake with the 105. Okay. What all right. Uh, I'm pretty happy with my team. Uh, Austin Eckler, that's a nice drop. Uh, I don't see Dalvin Cook going at the 104. I see Austin Eckler going, and I see taking Najee Harris. Uh, Mark Andrews, I was surprised he was there. I like the value, but after going through the draft, there were so many other opportunities where I could have gotten a value on a tight end or also could have gotten a guy like Cole Komet that I'm really big on for nothing. I mean, I could have gotten Cole Komet in the 10th round, and most of the time he's fallen to me in the 11th round. Had I let go of Mark Andrews, 
he probably would have gone the next pick, and I probably would have gotten Cole Komet because that's the guy who took Cole Komet from me. Um, Alvin Kamara in the third, don't know if that's what I would do in my real draft. Uh, hopefully by then we have a little bit more clarity on the situation because if he's not suspended for any games, I'm taking him every day there. Uh, but he probably wouldn't have made it past Tyler if that was the case. So, also true. Um, I like Travis Etienne with my fourth. I like Elijah Mitchell with my fifth. I think I have a very robust running back room. Um, my wide receivers are lacking a little bit, um, but I still like them. You know, I think Darnell you Mooney. upside on your wide receivers. I have. Yeah, it's a little stressful for me. It's a little stressful, but you, I mean, I think that there's a great chance that two of these guys could hit this season. And that's all I really need to start given my running back room. Um, and, right. I, you know, I could get really lucky in the running back room and trade one of them away for a, a stud wide receiver. That's entirely True. possible. Um, but Darnell Mooney, Russell Gage, Jarvis Landry, Jacoby Myers, and I really like Crowder here. I think Crowder's going to be the starting slot wide receiver. You've wanted to start Cole Beasley the last couple of years. He's been a good. He's going to been a good player that you can punch in. Um, so that's fine. And I really like Russell Wilson at the seventh. That's about the earliest I want to draft a quarterback. It's about the seventh, and uh, I think he gives me a positional advantage. You look uh, other than last year where he was wide receiver or um, sorry quarterback sixteen. Um, where he was clearly done and he missed a couple games. You know, he was clearly done with that team, didn't want to be there anymore, um, and he missed a couple games. He still pulled out quarterback 16, which is pretty That's pretty awesome. Uh, normally he throws for around 500 attempts a year, which is that's great, and he rushes. So, I mean, his most recent bad finish other than that was his rookie year, which was 11. So he's always a wide receiver. Or a, I'm sorry, geez. It's always a quarterback one. Um, and I love that. Russell I think Wilson is almost cook. like that. Um, you know that uh, the popular like stat line. It's like the the Baker Mayfield line of quarterbacks. It's like above Baker Mayfield is <laughs> is people you want to start below Baker Mayfield is like not starting territory. I think Russell Wilson is almost there. No, dude. What he's he's almost he's a quarterback one every year. Look at his history. I would start him. I'm just saying you start going under Russell Wilson. You're like. Like well, I, I, don't know. Um, I would. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. He's not went like two so elite that him. his ceiling is like insanely high. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers went two rounds. I mean, I'm just Tom Brady went after him. So did Matthew Stafford. Like, I just think Russell Wilson has higher fantasy point upside because he rushes. Yeah, he rushes more than Stafford's gonna. Dak Prescott is another argument there for me, but pretty much everyone else there, I think he's got the highest floor and the highest ceiling of that group. Um, yeah. Other than, no, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, I think, are higher floor picks, but their ceilings are lower than Russell to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm pretty fair. happy no, with I it. No, I like your team a lot. Pretty happy with it, yeah. Yeah. What about you, John? I, I, we're both, I don't know. I, I really like the team that I got. I would be pretty happy with this, personally. Um, I think for full PPR, just considering the fact that I have uh, Jalen Hurts, who's just a rushing quarterback, um, that's great just for the fact that I have him paired with AJ Brown. I always like having a stack and then for running backs, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, and Chase Edmonds name four better PPR backs to have on one single team. I love your running backs and I love the value that's, that you got them at. <laughs> pretty solid. That's pretty insane. That's, I mean, if Chase Edmonds ends up being good for Miami and it isn't some like just ridiculously annoying committee backfield, then I think that could be awesome, just as he's my RB4 if Kareem Hunt's healthy, Nick Chubb misses a game or two. Like, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of upside there, especially with Aaron Jones. Najee might go down a little bit. Aaron Jones goes up. Like, 
there there's there's a lot of good things there that I really enjoy. Um and then Pittman, Cortland Sutton, insane upside for both of them. They both have new quarterbacks. Uh, AJ Brown also has a new quarterback. He's on a new team. So there's definitely some things there that might not work out the way that you want it to, but I I'm pretty happy with those picks in the third, fourth, and fifth rounds. And then Zach Ertz in the ninth round, I think, is uh, an insanely oh, man. Valuable that's such pick, a value in the first six weeks. I mean, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. I don't think I get him in the real draft in the ninth round. Um, especially considering I almost picked him in the eighth round. So that's that's pretty crazy. And then you look at the tenth round with Christian Watson, who might be Aaron Rodgers' number one wide receiver. Don't that's like that. Fucking insane. Don't like that that's, pick. <laughs> You don't I, like that pick, really? Nope. Why not? Star, he might be starting on the pup. He hasn't doesn't have really many much experience with uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is a guy that can elevate wide receivers. Sure, I'll give you that. But I think Alan Lazard has the experience with him, and I think it's going to be the Aaron Jones show there. And given you have Aaron Jones, I think it's fine. I think it's it, it kind of shares that up because you know if you're wrong on Aaron Jones or something like that, then I think that's great. But I just I don't like Christian Watson doesn't seem like something that jumps out to me, um, especially when right there I could have, you know, I could have a few other options that are better to me. I will say if I didn't already have a tight end and a quarterback and Alan Lazard was still on the board, I would have taken him just because I do believe that he will be more of a better viable redraft fantasy option this season. Um, who knows what happens midway through the season, but I'll, I'll take Chris Watson, Christopher Watson as my wide receiver for, um, and then the upside of Rashad White and Tyler Algier is pretty great too. So, got a lot of rookies on your team, but yeah. I like it. They're they're all good picks though. That's upside is better than people who have shown upside and have the potential to show downside. I I really think that's I would rather have that at least in a mock draft where you're going into the season where you're like, okay, this could be great without having doubts before it even begins. You know, so that's that's where I'm at. I think. Uh, I would be very happy with this team, which I think is a very unlikely lineup when push comes to shove in the actual draft. Yeah, we're we're both going to be fighting over Pittman. There's just there's no way I'm getting him in the fourth, though. So I just have to accept that. Yeah, so that is our Listener League mock draft. Um, do you agree with our picks? Do you think that Jake and Tyler or I made any egregiously stupid decisions in this draft? Please let us know. Only say it if I it's not me. I know Jake thinks I made some dumb decisions. Only say it if it's not me. Yeah, Jake seems to have some very strong opinions on Tyler's choices. Nobody seemed to really. I think everything you do is stupid. Much, just um, so you can be rest assured from, of that. Uh, Devontae Parker pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this was fun, guys. Um, it's no fantasy fight, but I still had a, a great time. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, you can make sure to go ahead and follow us at those fantasy dudes on Instagram and Facebook at Fantasy Dudes Pod on Twitter, and we will have an episode for you every two weeks going forward. Still. Um, and once the season starts, every single week. So that'll be a, a good old time. Very much looking forward to it. But, yeah, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, did you have a good time today? Yeah? Yeah, this yeah. is a great I show. Blast. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. I've been waiting mock, for this yeah. all week. Love I love mock drafts. I love drafts. me some mock drafts. Yeah, absolutely. Once we so, – so I think next – maybe not next episode, but maybe the episode after the next Fantasy Fight, we will most likely be doing a Keeper Draft Mock Draft – once yes. we know everyone's keepers. I think that'll be a really solid one. That'll be awesome. Uh, so definitely look up something wow. to look forward to as Boys, well. Boys, we have two shows until the season starts. Do we Oh, really? wow. So that's it then. A fight next wow. week and then the keeper mock. That's what we're going to do. And, and then, then we're off to the races. That's it, dude. Yeah. Whew. 
Damn, dude. And then week three, boys. Week three. Get busy here. Oh, week three is going to be amazing. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Time. We got to put up a bunch guys. of content about that on the, the stories. For oh, sure. For sure. There. Absolutely. That'll be great. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Those Fantasy Dudes Podcast. Make sure to tune in next week and follow us at Those Fantasy Dudes on Instagram.